welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 220th time on this Friday, February 19th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Whose Fault Is It Anyway? remember learning about magnets in school. They'd teach you how they worked and how they'd repel each other, north and south poles and all that. But one thing that was always overlooked was, For the love of all that is good, do not swallow them. I never really understood why they didn't tell us that. It's not just an isolated instant either, or trust me, we wouldn't be talking about it now. But since that isn't the case, here we go. Strap yourselves in and let go of any medals because things are about to get really attractive. You know, because magnets attract each other? Aw, come on! That's a smart joke! Okay, I get it. Calm down. I see what you're saying. That doesn't exactly sound like the kind of thing that people aren't aware of, but there are some people who think that swallowing magnets will make you magnetic, which is obviously insane. But let's look deeper. Maybe we'll be surprised and it'll eventually make sense. I seriously doubt that, but it can't hurt to give it a shot. Right you are, my good friend. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump right in. Let me start by saying the influence of superhero movies and comic books can do really weird things to a 12-year-old mind, including, but not limited to, causing me, I meant someone, to develop a crush on Jessica Alba from Fantastic Four. But this, we've learned, is a lot more dangerous. His reasoning was he wanted to see if magnets could stick to his stomach, and also, in a bit of a weirder turn on things, if they would stay whole coming out the, um, other end. The question I have is this, why? And we'll get into what I think later, but I have a feeling you're already clued into my assumption that this is absolutely ridiculous. Get this, this dude swallowed 54 magnets and then turned around and told his mom he just had two by accident. Yeah, sure, buddy. Swallowing a piece of gum is an accident, but swallowing 54 of literally Anything, magnets, chicken, pizza rolls, whatever, that is intentional to the core. You meant for that to happen for one reason or another. And get this, it's not just him because the nurse apparently said she deals with it all the time. Honestly, this one has me beat. I just don't know why we have these thoughts when we're children. I get it. It happens to everyone. No one is immune. I realize that. But holy smokes. Our Ebon Zone verse of the week comes from the book of Psalms. Psalm chapter 113 verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. We haven't heard from Twitter in a while, so that's why I'm taking it upon myself to dive back into the depths of the internet and see what's going on. This week's hashtag is, It's Typically My Fault. The first response of five is, it's typically my fault for wasting all my money on delivery food. 
How ironic. I, I don't want to give away the rest of the episode, but this is this is actually a little hint. We might be talking about delivery food and something that happened there a little bit later in the episode. Anyway, I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to spoil it. You're just going to have to listen and find out. On the other hand, I agree with this whole thing of you should start eating healthier because not only does it cost more, because the people that are behind big fast food know that you'll pay more for something that tastes better than a salad. Now, I'm not saying all salads taste bad. Get this. You can have a fruit salad. You can have a vegetable salad. Salads, I've learned are interchangeable. Salad is a universal word. You can you can basically make anything a salad. I have mine with lettuce and fruit and meat and dressing, but also I do know that there's draw to burgers. Burgers just generally taste better than healthy things. Burgers are filled with saturated fats and salts and sugars and all that. And that's a bigger draw considering that most people think of salad as something that rabbits eat. Sorry, I kind of got on a little tangent there. As I was saying, not only does fast food cost more, but also it has a lot of things in it that you wouldn't want to put in your body on a regular basis for risk of, you know, death. It's actually a pretty motivational tweet when you look at it. It might motivate you to do the wrong things if you're not careful, but I guess it all depends on how you see it. The next response in this week's hashtag, it's typically my fault, is it's typically my fault that cartoons are always on and there are no kids around. I know it might sound strange, but I see no problems with this. Yes, I am an adult, and no, I don't primarily watch cartoons, but I know that there are a lot of people of my age that prefer to watch cartoons sometimes as like an escape from adult life, from the pressures that are going on around them on a daily basis. And for that, I say... More power to you, because sometimes, even though there are no kids in the room and there are cartoons on the TV, sometimes you've just got to be that kid. What I'm saying is adult life is sometimes stressful for a lot of people, and that might be the reason why they turn to things from their childhood, because things were simpler. Things were simpler when you were a kid. You didn't have much to worry about except going to school and learning how to tie your shoes or learning the alphabet or whatever. And that can be seen as a form of comfort for some people. So if that's the way you prefer to do things, more power to you. I myself particularly enjoy an episode of Jimmy Neutron every once in a while. So the way I see it, why not? The next response is, it's typically my fault when my emotional support panda gets out of control at work. Okay, I don't really have much to say about this one, except what kind of place do you work at, my guy? It doesn't sound like you're a zookeeper or anything. If you were a zookeeper, I wouldn't bat an eye, because those guys know how to control animals when they get out of control. They just put them in a different enclosure or something. I I don't know. I've never been a zookeeper, but I do know that they know their stuff. So considering that this guy's not a zookeeper, I would just, my one word of advice to you, bro, would be this. Don't bring an emotional support panda, or just a panda in general, to work. That seems like the smartest decision here. The next response, it's typically my fault for the smell in the elevator. Now, I don't really have much to say about this one either, but my only piece of advice is when those doors open, run. You know what? Actually, I take that back. Don't run because that makes you seem suspicious. Walk out slowly, confidently, And carefully. And bonus points if you have air freshener in your pocket so you can spray it 
ever so gently behind you. That way no one can see it until you're far enough away from the elevator to run as fast as you can back to your office where you'll sit in your chair, tend to your work, and avoid any and all eye contact from anyone who was on that elevator with you for the rest of the day. The last response is, it's typically my fault, so I just laugh it off and walk away. Yeah, you have a point here. Laughter is the best medicine. However, WD-40 and superglue exist for a reason, so considering that is the case, if you broke anything, I would try and fix it the best I could before anybody important showed up and found out. Uber Eats is incredibly popular in today's time, especially with COVID and all the not being able to leave your homes and stuff, but it does have its benefits. That kind of thing does have its advantages. It can feed you, it can feed your friends, and maybe even it can feed the person that's bringing it to you. I know that might sound like a stretch given the fact that it's all over Instagram. Memes about a driver eating their customer's food are prevalent, but hear me out. They're oddly enough rooted in reality as proved by one driver in the UK who was just too hungry to pass on Uber Eats. Now, what Uber Eats does is they'll send you a text when they're on their way or when the food's at your door. That's standard protocol in most places, but this time, there was a different string of messages going back and forth. After the driver started making their way to the customer's house, you know, the usual happened. Your food is on the way, it'll be there in however many minutes. And then, here's the turn. It happened with a text saying, Sorry, love. Ate your food. Now, there are a few outcomes here, and we're going to go over them. You could have either A, said that's all right, no big deal, and just got another meal for free, or B, you could get really angry, swear off Uber forever, and just make some pasta at the house. This person chose option A, and she got a free meal from it. Even though the company hasn't said anything about what happened, I think everybody won here. There were no losers in this situation. The driver got food, the customer did too, and they were both, in a way, free of charge. Yeah, when you really get down to it, the driver knocked himself out of a payday, but sometimes the smell of a sub sandwich is too powerful. What can you do? I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O and official capital EBZ. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review. Tell me how I'm doing and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you. Stay humble and keep an ear out.